0: Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 451, for Saturday, February 3rd, 2018. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Tumbling down from number 9 all the way to number 20 is Western Legends, by Hervé Lemaitre, published by Colossal Games, with 14,441, which is only about half of what it had last week, thereby ending a three-week run in the top ten. That amount of views for the number 20 game is 2,700 less than last week, and in fact, there are a lot of substantial declines, a lot of, say, 20% declines among uh, some of the more long-running and popular games. I don't really have an explanation for it. I know the Board Game Geek has been... Struggling over the last couple of weeks with a distributed denial-of-service attack, and that probably has something to do with it. There was some issues late last week with the page views not even updating, which may have something to do with it. Uh, But, there we go. Re-entering the top 20 after just a week away, last week it was number 21, is Mythic Battles. Pantheon, at number 19, by Benoit Vogt, published by Monolith and Mythic Games, with 15,267, about 800 more than Western Legends, down 1,400, or 8% from last week, but climbs two spots. Also climbing two spots, from number 20 to number 18, is Spirit Island, by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus, with 16,718, 1,500 more than Pantheon, down only 437, or 2.5% from last week. Sliding one spot to number 17 is Empires of the Void 2 by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 17,386, about 670 more than Spirit Island, off over 5,000, or 23%, from last week. Entering the top 20 at number 16, Time of Legends, Joan of Arc, by Pascal Bernard, published by Mythic Games, with 17,976, or 590 more than Empires of the Void 2. Rebounding back up two spots to number 15 is Twilight Imperium, the fourth edition, by Christian T. Peterson, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 19,044, about 1,000 more than Joan of Arc, off only... 170, or less than 1% from last week. Sliding two spots to number 14 is Gaia Project, by Jens Droegemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with 20,798, or 1,700 more than Twilight Imperium, but down about 4,500, 18% from last week. And so becomes our first game over the 20,000 mark at number 14, Again, for comparison, last week we had 16 over 20,000. The week before, it was 18, so uh, fewer and fewer the last few weeks. And yet still 14, so even though... there are a lot of substantial declines, we still have quite a few games over 20,000. In fact, the spots from here on out Uh, all the way up to number 3, are pretty hotly contested. Also dropping two spots to number 13 is Kingdom Death Monster by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death, with 21,190, that is, 392 more than Gaia Project, but down well over 5,500, or 21%, from last week. And ending a seven-week run in the top ten, sliding two spots from number 10 to number 12, is Charterstone, by Jamie Stegmaier, published by Stonemaier Games, with 21,510, 320 more than Monster, and down almost 6,000, or 22% from last week. Another rebounding Fantasy Flight game, from number 14 to number 11, is Arkham Horror the Card Game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight with 23,356, about 1,800 more than Charterstone, Charterstone down only 401, or 1.7% from last week, and yet up three positions. So we've heard from three, well, two games that dropped out of the top ten. There was a third one. Uh, Last week, uh, Hate was in the top ten, and this week it is not. Same is true of Tiny Epic Zombies. Both of those games failed to even make the top 20. We have four new entries. Debuting at number 10 is Clank, The Mummy's Curse, by Andy Cloutis, published by Direwolf Digital and Renegade Game Studios, with 23,697. That's 341 more than Arkham Horror. Uh, clearly, this is an expansion for Clank, which was released in 2016 and is currently number 56 on board Game Geek, and is themed around yeah, ancient Egypt, the pyramids, mummies, Number 10 last week had 3,700 more views than where number 10 this week is. Our second new entry, returning after 9 months away and charting for the second time at number 9, it was number 9 last time too, is Rambo the Board Game by Chris Batarlis and Sam Bailey, published by Everything Epic Games with 24,267. It's 570 more than the new Clank expansion. The Board Game Geek description is that it is a thematic, cooperative, tactical, miniatures, scenario-based campaign game with self-expanding mission envelopes. Uh, I'm not sure what that means. Currently on Kickstarter. At number 8 for the second week in a row is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeyer, published by Stonemeyer Games, with 24,424, or about 160 more than Rambo, and down 5,700 from last week, or 19%, see, right around that 20% mark. Dropping back four spots to number seven, in fact, it was number seven two weeks ago, so it went from seven to three to seven, is Nemesis by Adam Kwapinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel with 25,070, or about 600 more than Scythe, but down over half of the total it had last week. Its Kickstarter is still going. It's over $3 million pledged with just a few days to go. Sliding one spot to number six is Batman Gotham City Chronicles by Frederick Henry, published by Monolith, with 25,242, or 172 more than Nemesis, but down a third of its total from last week, losing over 12,000. Climbing back up two spots to number 5 is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 26,252. That's exactly 1,010 more than Batman, and down, again, almost 6,000, or 18%, from last week. And yet again, we see it climbing two spots. Our third new entry is at number 4, up from number 19 last week. It is Gentis by Stefan Richthaus, published by by Tasty Minstrel Games, with 26,648, or a little less than 400 more than Terraforming Mars. It's a gain of almost 8,000, or 43% from last week. Gentes is a civilization game which features what it calls an innovative timing mechanism to dictate your available actions. It's currently on Kickstarter, with over $300,000 pledged. The gap from Gentes at number 4 to Twilight Imperium at number 15 is only about 7,600 views. That's really phenomenally competitive, which is not too surprising because you have such a relatively low number of page views, with 26,000 at number 4. For comparison, last week's number 4 game uh, had 40,000, before that it was forty-one. And we've been seeing them. In fact, a couple weeks, few weeks ago, it was over fifty thousand. So I don't know whether this is a typical downturn. We often see this around late January, early February, where there's just uh, there's just less activity, or whether there's something else going on. Our highest new entry is a debut at number three. It's Teotihuacan by Daniel Tacchini, published by NSKN Games with twenty nine thousand five hundred sixty four or almost 3,000 more than Gentis, the largest gap we've seen so far, but still a very low total for a number three game. The subtitle of this one is City of Gods. It's from the code- one of the co-designers of The Voyages of Marco Polo and Sulkin. It's a worker placement game where your workers are dice that can be altered as the game goes by, has a modular board and is uh, with a name like Teotihuacan is clear, clearly set in the ancient Aztec culture. That mark, again, of just under 30,000 is the lowest number three we have had since June 21st, uh, right around or just before Origins, when Scythe was the number three with literally one view less. At number two for the second week in a row is Rising Sun by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games with. 72,382 views, It's a gain of almost 8,000 or 12%, uh, clearly not having any of the same issues as the rest of the games on this list, as it clears the number 3 game by 43,000 views. In fact, it is closer to number 1 than it is to number 3. At number 1 for the 15th consecutive week and the 39th time overall is Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games, with 104,709. That's a decline of almost 30,000, but about 22%, to uh, take the number one spot with the number 22 most views ever. Uh, 30, 32,000 more than Rising Sun, which all of a sudden doesn't look like such a comfortable margin. I guess we'll have to see come next week. This is Gloomhaven's 63rd week on the chart, moving it into number 6 on the most weeks list, passing both Star Trek Attack Wing and Arkham Horror, the card game, which just missed the top 10 this week by only about 300 views. For Saturday, February 3rd, 2018.